0: Listening to the Falling Into Soul Podcast. This is McCall Erickson. I'm your host and creator of this space. All music is written and performed by me. All background noise is courtesy of the jungle birds and creatures outside my window. Because we live deep in the heart of the Hawaii jungle here, and I'm telling you, there's no keeping it out. So we just let it all in. In this episode, I'm going to explore the question... Does it have to be so hard sometimes? If being true to your soul is the one thing you have to do, then why is it so damn hard? I want to talk about the realities of navigating from soul, following and living in relationship with that pole of soul, that strange, mysterious, intuitive pole. I want to talk about what's going on alchemically that makes it so dark and devoid of perspective sometimes what's going on that can make it feel like there really is absolutely no point to any of it. I want to explore that and bring some context in it to carry and help us work with the hardness a little bit better. And then I'm going to share a song that started with me sitting down one day and writing the words, I never expected an easy road when I set out this way, but I didn't know it would be this hard. But first... I want to thank you so much for listening. It means a lot that your soul would bring you here to spend time with me in this space. If you're enjoying these episodes, you can subscribe on your favorite app. You can share with your friends or on social media. It also felt important for me to open up a way for you to give back monetarily because it does take a lot of work to put content online, and I feel really strongly about giving back to those places that feed us, feeding, giving back to what gives to us so much. I'm hyper aware of it now that I'm someone who does create things and share online. I know how much it takes. So I wanted to give you a way to give back. And I've created a link on my website, mccallerickson.com. You can go there, click on the give back link or the podcast link. You will find a way to donate and I want to thank people who donate by sending a link, emailing a link to the MP3s at the end of every month, the MP3s for the songs from the podcasts, so you can listen to just the songs and you don't have to listen to all the talking. That's just my way of of saying thank you. Okay, let's dive in. When I first started my journey into soul and getting into the deeper layers of soul and what it meant to actually live from soul and create a way all my own, I found myself being really disappointed in main tr- mainstream spirituality and what they had to offer. It seemed like whatever was being talked about there wasn't really reflecting what I was experiencing. It seemed like the main message was follow your heart or be true to yourself, find your true purpose, and live in more abundance and joy. You can create the life you want, manifest anything, heal anything, whatever you want, And then they would sell you whatever it would take to do that. Follow this protocol. Do these steps. Do this class. Go to this workshop. This is how you can. Do more yoga. Do more meditation. All of it with an underlying message that if you're suffering, you're less enlightened. If you're not happy, you're doing something wrong. You're not spiritual enough. But that didn't really sit right with me because the more I was true to myself and the more I listened to the whispers and the feels, the strange pull, the soul within, sometimes the more pain it brought up. It was very paradoxical because it's not just about coming up and out into the light. It's going down into the depths and seeing what's there. My path always seemed a little more mysterious than what was outlined in the self-help books and what was talked about in mainstream spirituality. I was endeavoring to be as authentic as I could and that wasn't always about being happy all the time. There were forces working within me, processes that would take over me that I didn't seem to have much conscious control over. I couldn't shake them with just positive affirmations. I couldn't make certain things happen that I wanted to have happen in my life just based on positive affirmations or doing certain things or breathing deeply. It was still painful. There wasn't just more fulfillment and more joy involved in coming to my own soul. There was also a lot more pain and mystery and more unknown and more opening Meet more being vulnerable in ways that were challenging. So I was always trying to find people who would talk about how hard it was. I wanted so desperately to see my experience being reflected in what I was reading in spiritual circles and spiritual books, but I didn't find it. Not easily, anyway. It took really going out into the edges. I had this deep desire to talk about what happens when things actually don't work out the way you want them to or think they you want them to. There's so much out there about how to make your dreams come true, how to work hard and achieve a certain result. But what happens when your dreams don't come true? What happens when everything you thought was going to be your life kind of crumbles and falls? What's that like? How do you navigate then? What happens when you come to the end of your known roads and the known maps and the known territory and you're still asked to keep walking? How do you deal with that? What's that like? And what about the relationship between the immediate human conscious self, what we think we want, what we know we want, and with our minds, and that deeper, mysterious, soulful energy that comes through in different ways. The deeper plan, the deeper pole, the deeper story. It's so easy to share the triumphs and the light, the victories, but we forget about or sometimes just gloss over the hard processes that it takes to get there. But I became obsessed with the process. I wanted to talk about process more than anything because to me, process was the general rule. The triumphs and the high times and the light That kind of just came in and wove all the hard process together. But the process was the blanket. It was the rich soil. It was the groundingness. It was what was most real most of the time. So I became obsessed with process and I wanted to study it more than anything. And when I wasn't finding my experience reflected in the mainstream spiritual circles, I had to go to the edges and I had to start trusting my reality I had to start trusting that if it was as hard as it was or just generally the way that it was for me, then that's the way it was. Whether or not it was that way for other people, it was that way for me. So I had to honor the difficulties. I had to honor the actual struggle and the challenge of this way of living with soul. And I had to talk about it. I had to give it a voice. I had to come to the edges because that's where I found what I needed the most. And that's when I found alchemy. And alchemy started talking about the dark nights of the soul, and that pulled me right in, but I didn't stop there. There was so much more after the dark nights of the soul, so many more alchemical processes that were starting to explain to me, give me a little context around what was going on, how I could actually navigate and make a way where there is no way, because that is what soul living is. We're making a way where there is no way, it's our way, it's our own way, based on Life as is, based on what's happening now, based on the updated truth of every moment. So, I do talk a lot about the journey into soul through the context of alchemy because it's what lit up for me the most when I needed something, when I needed context the most. But it is by no means the only way to understand the journey into soul or to understand soul healing. Please know that there are many contexts. Take what works for you and leave the rest. If this alchemy stuff doesn't work, understand it in your own way and time. This is just the way I've understood it. This is just the way my studies have led me. And I'm deeply passionate about it. And what I learned through the study of alchemy, it gave me so much permission. It helped me understand that I wasn't doing anything wrong. That getting into the layers of the psyche and dismantling the condition that shrouds the soul in layers is hard work. So let's talk about why it's so hard. Soul work is hard for one main reason because the ego has to die over and over again for us to know the soul. It's hard on the ego because the ego doesn't have any control and it has to move from being the master to being the servant in servant of the soul. All alchemical Phases and all alchemical work and processes could be boiled down to that one thing getting the ego out of the way to be in service to the soul. Ego is a part of our human makeup, it's not going anywhere, but it does get alchemized and it does get shifted to be in alignment. That's one of the reasons it's always hard on the ego. Another reason soul work is difficult is because there are no maps, we have to feel as we go. The way of the soul begins where all other roads end. It's like Joseph Campbell said, we have to enter the forest of adventure at the point where it is darkest. If there is a way or a light, it is someone else's. When we're navigating from soul, there are no maps, there are no instruction manuals. We're creating our own way. That is difficult. Human life itself is difficult enough, but to not have a map makes it even harder. Another reason it's difficult is because to know the soul, we are continually having to take a step into the dark to know the soul's light. We're continually facing the unknown. We're continually reaching just a little bit more into what is not yet written. We're continually asked to trust in what we can't yet know because the soul is the unconscious and it's made conscious with every step we go. The ego has to surrender its control, our immediate selves have to surrender that control in order to get those pieces. Knowing the nature of soul work, knowing that it's hard, actually makes it a little easier. I've said before that one of the things that makes things hard is thinking it should be easier. We're conditioned in a somewhat dark way to believe that it's supposed to be easy if we just do things in a certain way. If we just know the secret formula, if we just know the right steps, if we just believe enough or heal enough, then it will be easier. But that's a nasty loop, and at some point we have to step out of it and just trust our own direct experience with life, the way we actually feel, the way it's actually going for us. Fundamental, baseline, default, level, life is hard. 3D incarnation is hard enough on its own, Adding soul work to it makes it harder. It costs us to do this soul work. It really costs us. It costs us identities, relationships, ways of being in the world. To the mystic who goes all the way to the core, it costs everything. We don't get to keep a toehold in our own life and reincarnate into a new alignment. We give our entire life to know the love within. And we don't even know sometimes until we're in the middle of it how difficult it actually is to face some of the feelings and fears and letting go of what we have to do in order to alchemize, what we have to alchemize in order to get to the soul. This is why I've often said, don't do it if you have any other option. Not everybody needs to go deep into all the layers of soul. It's not for everybody. You'll know it if it's for you because you can't not do it. The Indian mystic Saramakrishna said, Do not seek illumination unless you seek it like one whose hair is on fire seeks a pond. Do not seek illumination unless you seek it like one whose hair is on fire seeks a pond. That's powerful. That's the only reason to do it. Only do it if you can't not do it. So some things that have helped me deal with the hard the difficulty the heaviness of the journey a little bit better is first of all learn the difference between hards there's a difference between something being hard because it's growing your soul and something being hard because it's going against your soul one is like wearing a pair of shoes that's too tight and the other one is like having a good workout and feeling sore in your muscles it's the good hard growth that comes from growing there's a difference. Learning that difference helps tremendously. It can hurt to follow your heart. It can hurt to be true to yourself, but it can hurt in a worse way not to. I want to talk now about some context for the hard times. A very specific thing that happens when you are in the higher operations of alchemy, it can start happening during the dark nights and beyond. Distillation and the operations that start coming after And that's called the inner vertical axis. It's the axis we travel on internally. It's not a physical axis. It's not up and down in terms of space, it's up and down in terms of energy and mood. And when you're in the upper vertical, things are easy. You have perspective, you have clarity, you have inspiration. You often know what to do. It's easy. It flows. It's breezy. But the lower vertical is heavy. It's incredibly difficult. You lose perspective. It's dark. It's muddy. And it's important because it's where we go to get soul healing. It's where we go to get the soul pieces we need to keep moving forward. I want to read a little bit from the second half of the mountain. This is page 39 on the lower vertical. Just to give you an idea of what the lower vertical is like. The will of the soul resides below and vertical axis travel is all about staying in alignment with all parts of you. This is why you may sometimes feel sabotaged, pulled backwards, or thwarted by illness, unforeseen circumstances, emotional blocks, and lack of motivation after you gain some clarity and make a decision to do something. If you get a spark of inspiration, a moment of clarity, an ambition, a desire to carry out a project, and everything in your unconscious will is aligned with your conscious intention, then you won't have much standing in your way of making it happen. You should sail forward smoothly enough. But if there is something in your unconscious will, that's to say the soul, that needs to be healed adjusted, or incorporated into your conscious plan, then you may find yourself having a lower vertical experience in order to recalibrate. This can feel like a punishment as it happens, but it is truly a privilege and a sign that you're ready to incorporate more parts of your soul into the picture. Although, that might be hard to believe at first because when you fall into the lower vertical, you lose your perspective. And not just a little bit, but a lot especially the further down you go. You can't remember why or what it was you were so excited and inspired about in the first place, and it's hard to imagine that you will ever feel inspired again. Basic human functioning seems to slow down and take the pace of mud. A sense of being slowed or altered to time and space ensues. Nothing seems to lift or save you. With such a drastic loss in perspective... It can all start to feel and appear so meaningless, and you may find yourself wondering what the point to any of it is or ever was. That gives you a taste of what the lo- lower vertical experience is like, and it's not something that's ever truly goes away. It doesn't need to go away. It's something that we incorporate into our soul navigating. Those lows, we go down into the darkness to get the soul pieces. It's part of the journey. It's part of the whole thing. There's no way. We don't outgrow them. We just work with them. We navigate them better. It was very difficult for me in the beginning of those Lower vertical experiences until I had enough of them to realize that I always came out of them and I always came out of them with more perspective and healing, and that they would always be a part of my soul navigating. Until I had enough of that to really understand that it was incredibly difficult to be in those lower vertical experiences. But once I could start training myself a little bit more each time to remember that, oh yeah, this is so I can get my soul pieces. This is how my immediate conscious will works with my unconscious will. This is how they get on the same page. It feels slower. It feels like I'm wasting time. It feels like I'm being pulled backwards. It feels like I'm getting nowhere. But this is how. This is how. And that up and down of the lower and upper verticals works together, and it does smooth out. Eventually, it does smooth out. This is all tinged with principles of the Tao, the paradox, the up and the down, the hard and the easy, the letting it be hard so it can be easier. That's helped me tremendously is to realize that if I can just let this be hard, it gets easier. The hard doesn't go away, but it gets easier. I learned to deal with it easier. So the song that I want to share with you today, it came during a time when I had a particular feeling that I no longer wanted to apologize for my journey being difficult. I really wanted to push away and reject all of the lies and the conditioning that made me believe I was doing something wrong if I was struggling or having a hard time healing itself is hard. There are feelings to feel. It's not a punishment. It doesn't mean I'm doing anything wrong. It doesn't mean I'm out of God's favor, or I haven't done enough yoga, or I'm eating the wrong spiritual diet. It just means I'm in the game. I'm in the, the journey. I'm alive. So I needed a song to really help me wipe off, smooth away some of that conditioning that was keeping me feeling like i was doing something wrong that i wasn't quite being a light enlightened enough that i was missing the boat i wanted to trust my experience solely i was saving and healing my own soul of course it was hard and i no longer wanted to apologize for it and i didn't want to play into any small fearful stories about it so no more qualifying my darkness and my struggle and my emotions as weakness no more seeing it as weakness or failure I want to just stand proud and say this is what it takes to be true to me this is what it takes to live my own soul I'll gladly pay the price I'll gladly stand in my truth no matter what it looks like no matter how messy it is it's my mess it's my journey that's the most important thing at all of all so this is an anthem for that and for the soul
1: To call my truth
0: so much for listening today it means a lot if you're enjoying this podcast i hope you will share it with your friends or on social media you can find my book on amazon or indiebound.org the second half of the mountain you can find me at mccall erickson on instagram and twitter or mccallerickson.com don't forget that you can go there to support the podcast and receive free downloads of the songs from the podcast Thank you for feeling and being in this space. And most importantly, thank you for walking the path of your soul. I wish you well as you navigate the darkness and light of your journey. As St. John of the Cross said, If one wishes to be sure of the road they tread, they must close their eyes and walk in the dark.